You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're live. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said, hey, hey, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really fine cigar. It is time for happy hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour Whiskey Cigar Spirits and Stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matthew Fox. And we are here to uh, to help you with your pets. <laughs> are we? No. <laughs> so when we record the Man Cave Happy Hour, we usually do, a, sometimes we do a couple. Yeah. And uh, sometimes it's easier to tell which is the second episode. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Zero clue. Uh, we were in Mexico recently. Um, yes. Not physically. Vicari- vicariously, Vicariously yes. through yes. the glass. Yes. Uh, we're moving someplace different this time. Read, I got this shirt. It was a total accident, coincidence, because we oh, had yeah, no idea wow, what it is. Read my shirt, Matthew. What? Yeah, it says, I says, the problem with some people is that when they aren't drunk, they're sober. <laughs> William, William, Butler, William Butler Yeats. It's an <laughs> Irish writer. So... so, so. So uh, we're, we're doing a doing another man cave. Yes, another just the taste. Just the taste and, on the man cave happy hour. And so we're we're going to we're going somewhere in the same vicinity, but across the pond. We're heading to the island. Yes, we're heading to the island across the pond. So for just a taste, uh, and uh, the, cue, the clue, if you're watching the the Facebook video, or if you're watching the video, the clue's on the table. But uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much? I wonder how many people went. What? Where's the clue? Would you? Yeah. How much <laughs> would you spend on a? bottle of whiskey personally whiskey with no e in it which means whiskey with no e in it where's it coming from that's coming from ireland I ah no 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 oh the, it's coming from the u.s the because... scotland no scotland is the oh. whiskey with no e oh. u.s and ireland uh have the e in it uh oh, scotland and, and uh, uh yeah scotland doesn't so um see what the you most drink, expensive smarter, bottle so. of whiskey Sold for, for how much? Just as recently as last October, October twenty eighteen. Most expensive bottle of whiskey in Scotland sold. Or just most, sold. most expensive bottle of whiskey sold in October of twenty eighteen wow. for how much? Twenty eighteen. I would say. I don't know if there's been one since, but uh, this was a pricey one. Just 3. recently, three point two million. Three point two million. Yeah. It's uh, one point one million. So I'm way off. Yeah, you are. Uh, can I sell you a bottle of uh, whiskey? Yeah, it's uh, good. Yeah. I will give you a hell of a deal. It'll be way less than three point three million. Is there a sombrero on it? Uh, is there? Yeah. Is there, All right. Uh, but yeah. So back in the '80s, Italian artist named Valero Adami designed and signed a label on twelve bottles of Macallan, 1926. Really? Today, those bottles are worth more than just a pretty penny. They're worth $1.1 million, wow. to be exact. The bottle was put up for auction uh, in at Bromes, uh, by Bromes in Edinburgh, Scotland, setting the world record for the most valuable bottle of whiskey ever hmm. sold, according to the press release. In spite of the record-breaking achievement, the unnamed buyer couldn't be bothered to show up. Uh, the private collector called in the winning bid really? by phone. He texted it in. I uh, know, but he <laughs> called. He called. It was a phone bid. So distilled in 1926. So the, this 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 batch of Macallan was built uh, distilled in 1926 and kept in cask until its bottling in 1986. Wow! Only 24 bottles were ever produced, and no one is sure how many of the bottles still exist. Uh, the reason for the insane value. 
isn't necessarily the whiskey inside, but the collector value of the labels. Adami, the artist who made these these made these uh, labels mm-hmm. and then signed them, was commissioned for 12. Uh, the other dozen were designed by a British artist that nobody gave a shit about. Huh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Peter Blake. Uh, but no, Peter Blake, what's he uh, famous for? Do Peter you know? Blake. Why is it that that rings a really large bell with me? Peter Blake. Um, da, it's not Balake. Da, it's Peter da, Blake. Da, yeah. Uh, right. Help I'm me out here. To, uh, uh, John Paul, George, and Ringo. Oh, Peter, Peter well, Blake. Part, Peter Blake was one of the uh, producers, or uh, he created the album cover for Sgt. Pepper's. Really? Yes. So Peter Blake, uh, he, he he co-created the album cover for for Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah. So he made he made the other twelve bottles, but this uh, Adami guy, uh, his his are the the really sought after labels. According, uh-huh. uh, the record may not last long. Those Sotheby's is set to auction off a, one of the Peter Blake signed bottles uh, coming up soon. It may push more more than than that. So, hmm. uh, but still over a million, million, million one, million two, million five. That's nuts for a, a bottle of bottle of booze but from nineteen twenty six. That sat in a cask and told. Yeah, what's the most you would pay? What's the most you would pay for a bottle? Going to the store, Matt. What would what would you pay? You know, if it, you know, what would you pay? Based on my budget and kids in college, ah. um, <laughs> yeah, not not as much as one would think, but you know, I would treat myself. You know, we, we always talk about kill Mary or screw. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You take it home, or you, you do it out, or you're never gonna do so it. So if again. I'm gonna marry something, you know, I would actually come to about at least a sixty-two. A uh, one twenty price point. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's you know, I'm, I'm that's kind of middle of the too. road. Middle of the road up to one twenty is about the max I would go. I'm like, you know, it's, it's that ninety nine dollars and ninety nine yeah. cents. You know, you're breaking that hundred dollar mark, and it's like I'm hard pressed to yeah. to justify it. Yeah, because I mean, there's so many great bourbons and so many great spirits out there uh-huh. to try and taste and have fun with uh, to spend that much money on one bottle. When right. you could do a shot someplace, or or maybe have a generous but, friend, you know, and on the that flip side, you know, celebratory things. You know, you want to spend a couple extra bucks for something celebratory. So yeah, that's when you hit that hundred dollar yeah. mark there. You know, you're not gonna you you're not gonna hit it every single time, but you're gonna savor it, and you're gonna it might last you you know seven, eight, nine months. Right. But it, you're not gonna get through it in a month. Right? right, unless you're spending forty, fifty bucks. Well, I got right? a couple bottles. I, I just celebrated my fifty third birthday. I'm not well, too happy birthday. Shit. Thank you. Yeah, and I got a couple of bottles in the, in the shelf that I received for my fiftieth birthday. Yeah, uh, three years ago. Really? Uh, and I haven't finished it off. I didn't actually didn't open one until quite some time after, and I still have yet another that I have yet to open. Really? And Colleen, like, what are you doing? Bring another bottle in, and I'm like, well, I got this one for free. <laughs> uh, or you know, or we we're trying this one. Like we just did some tequila, and I brought. Yeah. It. She's like, are you sneaking bottles in this house? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> Matt and I are recording tonight. She's like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're recording at uh, Casa. Dave Flanagan, we're on the we're, we're on, on the your deck. Man, we're, we're at your man cave. Yeah, my yeah. man cave is my deck. Yeah, so he's got a big deck. How do you guys like my deck? <laughs> uh, a D E C K. That is yes. what I said. Yes. Uh, but opening up a bottle, right? You get those one of those bottles. You open it up and you don't finish it. How long does a bottle of whiskey keep once it's opened? Great question. I would say you know because of the ethanol and you know the alcohol itself, I would say it probably is good for at least four or five months. So people think like, oh, so is spirits, right? It's yeah. it, it won't spoil. It's 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 right. Everything um, ha- everything has an expiration date. Even red herring, for God's sakes. So, uh, in practice, a bottle of whiskey doesn't last forever, no. right? Uh, so especially 
you know, because it's it's an <laughs> really you crack that puppy open, it, it joins the endangered species list then it, and there. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I have to finish it now. But once it's open, um, a lot of things impact it, right? Because you open it up, and because this guy, what we have today, I bought probably. God, I, I think I've had this for about three, four, five months. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's just been kicking, waiting for us to do a, a just a taste with it yeah. for finding a time to, to do it either here or there or somewhere. Uh, but once it's open, there are a lot of, a lot of factors that come into play. So exposure to light, mm-hmm. air. So once it's open, light, air, temperature fluctuations mm. can change, can change the flavor. So initially that could be a good thing, right? It's because you, you could whine, Oh, let it breathe. Right, and right. sometimes you pour this in the glass, and you you kind of let it breathe, yeah, right? You have to. Uh, you're not going to let like it. To. You know, just it, it gets it, it, it. So it's a good thing at first. Uh, tasting it right away, not always particularly. Uh, you might not enjoy the contents every time. So, last, yeah. wow. coming back a month later, it may it may have changed a little bit. Hmm. So, um, was it, what what do you th- what does it uh, say at the all right, so Proper what is the long-term prognosis for yeah. opening up a bottle of whiskey? Eventually, open bottles of whiskey will oxidize, ah. uh, losing some of the fragrance and flavors. Some bottles say they should be finished within one to two years. One to two years? Of opening, yes. Oh, okay. So while others say up to five years, it's all right as long as you follow these recommendations. Light, limit light, right? So I was way off. Keep it in a, <laughs> don't feed them after midnight. Ah, keep them in the dark space. Feed, yeah, keep them in a dark so space. So you keep, you keep your stash, you know, in a very very dark area. Yes. You know, you keep it in my heart. I keep, you know, I go through my, <laughs> yeah, I go through my <laughs> stuff pretty quickly. So I actually keep it somewhat elevated. Right, right. You know, where it's not uh, as, you know, if it's closer to the floor, it's going to be kind of, you know, cooler. Where I keep mine, I'm a little bit higher. So a little more heat is, you know, involved in that regard. So, you know, that we might have the same bottle of whiskey, but it might have very different taste notes if we open it at the same time. Limiting the light helps, right? Some people, they love, they got these magnificent bars yeah. and they have they have all their bottles splayed out. But mm-hmm. if you have a lot of windows in that room, you're not doing your whiskey any, any favor, especially if you crack that bottle. Huh. So it might be beautiful enough to display it out in the open, but it will last longer if you keep it behind a cabinet door. Many whiskeys are packaged in dark glass bottles for this exact reason, and this uh, the bottle we're drinking tonight is in a, a Very dark green, green bottle, yeah. you know, reminiscent of a beer green, beer green bottle glass. Yes. Um, all right, so but they're they're kept in dark bottles for that reason. Uh, if it came in a canister or a box, that adds another. You know, you a lot of times oh, you have the canisters yep, that okay. adds another layer of protection from of light. the sun. Okay. Limit exposure to fluctuations in room temperature. It's okay, uh, but try not to go harder, hotter, right? So you don't like keep so it in the like trunk I, of your car. You know, not. But I keep mine elevated in the room. Right, right. It is what it is. But it doesn't want to fluctuate. There's the fluctuations that mess it up. Basement root cellars or even bottom shelf in your pantry can be good places to store whiskey. Uh, we know you know the collection uh, is anything but bottom shelf, but keeping it on the bottom shelf might be a good spot for it. Nice. Limit oxygen. So if you're trying to keep a bottle around for a long time, consider investing in a vacuum sealer. right? So if you if you have a lot of bottles and it's a very special bottle and you only want to drink a little bit of it, because if somebody, oh, we're going to have a drink every year on your birthday until yeah. this bottle's gone, right? Right. So you may want to get a vacuum sealer to reseal the bottle. Uh, restaurants do that to keep wines fresh after opening. Interesting. Yep. I just learned something new on the main cave. It's only a temporary. So yeah. So there's other yeah there's other other there's several products out there to vacuum seal revacuum seal your bottle. Store the bottles upright. 
Um, wine should remain in contact with the cork to prevent the cork from drying out, but strong spirits will actually eat away at the cork, imparting off flavors of uh, to the the spirit, potentially ruining the seal. You don't want to chew on your uh, on your spirit. I picked up two really cool decanters. We we had talked about. Yeah, this I mentioned them before, and they're still sitting on the shelf in there, and I'm about to put them up for sale yeah. on Facebook. So follow me, James Flanagan, <laughs> on Facebook. They'll be popping up shortly. Um, one's this uh, a, a big bear. Yeah, uh, and it was an Ezra. Uh, uh, Ezra Brooks. Okay. And then the other one was, uh, I think, a wild turkey. Ah. But it was like a a, a Democratic National Convention. So it's the Democrats are the donkeys, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was a donkey with a big globe on it. It was a commemorative for a Democratic National. But the bear, the head comes off and the cork underneath it and the cork fell off and into it. Mm. And so it's like I, I poured out and it was like about half full of fluid. I was curious what it is. So I poured it out into a measuring cup, one to see how much was in there right. and two to see what it looked like. Yeah. And it was just this like slimy rust. Like if you like if you this is a rust bucket of bolts soaking in, in turpentine that just that murky, Ew. thick, mucky, rust colored. Uh, yeah, just yeah. yeah, that was nasty. And then uh, the other one, the the the, the donkey one, uh, had a lot of had a lot of the spirits in it. But what you got there, Jimmy? Uh, this is my my boy Percy Cat. <laughs> People on Facebook can see Percy Cat. Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, the the donkey one uh, had a darker tinge yeah. to it. Huh. Uh, but the cork hadn't fallen in, but it's still, there was a bit of oxidation going on. And I mean, these were from the eighties. These bottles were from the, both these bottles were from the eighties. Wow. Um, yeah, I was so excited. I found them at the estate sale and I was like, but even, you know, for what I paid for them, it was just like a couple of bucks a piece. Nice. Um, and then, but if the, the, the juices were any good, I would be like, Ooh. so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to sell it. But anyway, as far as, you know, um, but so store them upright cause the cork isn't a, Thing. Lastly, most importantly, stop saving that half-full bottle of fancy boo for a special moment. Start making every day more special by drinking that stuff before it starts to elude what made it fancy in the first place. So there you go. So you gotcha. can keep it for a year or two, um, five if you're if you're taking care of the oxygen and, and okay. light. So see, I, I I typically when I crack something, that's something I'll focus on until it's gone. I, I right. don't I don't tend to you know go around uh, the world. In that regard, you know, I, I have go, several open though, and I've I've got a couple that have been open for for some time. Heavy. So yeah, so have yeah, me yeah. over more. Couple, man. couple, yeah, and you know, like I said, I'm 53 now, and I got <laughs> these for my 50th, and it's. Uh, yeah. But I've been taking my time with it because I enjoy it, and there's so many things in the shelf. I'm like, oh, I'll try this, I'll try this, I'll try this. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. But uh, you know, our our, our feature for uh, just the taste this evening. Yeah. You know, we're we're gonna kind of uh you know go a little bit newer. Because this has only been out for a couple of years, to my uh, understanding. Year, correct? year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not not even not even two. Not I don't even, think it is okay. even two. I don't know. I don't know for sure. All right. You're so the one with the internet up. In well, front yeah, of you. I'm looking I'm at paying it. Paying attention. I'm <laughs> picking burrs off my cat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, we're we're actually gonna go with something that that that's we've. We talked about it before, but we never had it. Yeah. Right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it. And we, it's been sitting on the shelf. We, I had it in my possession when we talked about it. We did. You did. And uh, we, we were at the Detroit Shipping Company when we did that. But we, we were talking to Annie when we were talking about two Bushmills. Right, right. right. Bushmills uh, wrapped in Detroit. Right. Annie, yeah, yeah. And she's we, fun. we did the Red Bush then. And, and you had brought up the proper 12. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that was something that you know they didn't have with them for that tasting that right, evening. Right, right, right. But this is something that you went out and had. You actually yes. had on your person. 
But so we're going to kind of look at the proper 12 tonight because this is Conor McGregor. Is the MMA fighter. You know, oh, not Ewan McGregor? No, not Ewan McGregor. Not Obi-Wan. <laughs> no, not, not, not Mr. Trainspotting. <laughs> None of that. Uh, we're, we're talking about Conor McGregor, the MMA fighter. He ah, started his okay. own... Um, he, he came up with his own Irish whiskey. Okay, because he he's very Irish. You know, from yes, the, I, from from Ireborn, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually the second name they had a he, he had a launch ready to go, and there was a different name. I forget what it was. Oh, I can't remember. But he had a whole different label set, and but somebody else had the rights to it, so they had to change it, and they changed it to Proper, proper 12. Twelve. So they went with Proper Twelve. God, yeah, yeah. Brain the cramp. proper twelve. Can't remember what that was. Yeah, the brain. The, the name proper twelve refers to the southwest area where McGregor hails. Actually, oh, okay. Where it's Dublin twelve. Okay, that's where he point. hails from. So you know, McGregor worked uh, in concert, well, actually, with master distiller David Elder, who was the for, Thank he you, was David. formerly of Guinness, ah. um, to decide on the final blend selected from almost a hundred different blends. Mm. So the the selection process to the proper twelve it, it took it took a while. It took a lot of tasting. You know, to get what Connor actually felt was proper. Okay. You know, for proper lack of a better term. There you go. There you are. So it's actually triple distilled. You know, okay. As far as the blend goes. Triple distilled blended whiskey uh, from uh, former bourbon barrels. Ooh, okay. Right? So we, we talk a lot about bourbon. Yeah. Right? So this is a whiskey, but it's in former bourbon barrels itself. Well, and it, it's it's from, it can't be a bourbon, because it's not U.S. It's not coming from the U.S. Right. right. So, but the nice thing about uh, what they do, notably what they do, is that uh, the company, Conor McGregor's company, will donate $5 for every case sold to local first responder organizations and charities up to a million dollars annually. So if you do buy a proper 12, you're actually helping to contribute back. I love that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was pretty nice. So, you know, here's something just totally unrelated. Yeah. Um, 9-11, first responders, yes. related. Yes. Uh, actor who was one of my favorite actors. Nicholas Cage. Who was, uh, nope, who, oh. was a first res- who was a first responder before oh, he Dennis was Leary. an yeah. actor. Dennis Leary. Yeah. Uh, not Dennis Leary, though. No. Okay. Uh, different actor. Um, he's in a lot of Tarantino movies. Is Tarantino? Is it Tarantino? Movies? Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I Crazy Eyes. It. Oh, I know. He's, oh, okay, yeah, Mr. Tooth. Um, yeah, Mr. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Yes, he was a firefighter. He was a first. He was a firefighter. He was. He was a New York he was firefighter. An actor. You're absolutely correct. And when 9/11 happened, yes, he went back to his firehouse. Okay. And volunteered and helped. Good for him. And he was he was there and he was going in, uh, and he made several runs in and, and helping first responders getting people out. I um, did not know that. He didn't publicize it because it's just it's just what those guys do. Yeah. Right, very selfless. And it's like, yeah, very selfless. it's 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 amazing, uh, and just so I love that that Ewan is uh, <laughs> and Connor and Connor. You said Ewan. I did. <laughs> I was in actor. <laughs> choose life. Choose a job. Choose a fucking career. <laughs> That's it. Choose a family. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but uh, yeah, the Connor kind of does that. So this goes uh, some of the some of the proceeds yeah. goes to uh, first responders local, and local first responders. Yes, uh, they try to funnel it back to the. Um, Communities where where it's being purchased, so that's good. Yes, I like it. Yes, I like it. A did lot. you know that? Out of curiosity, uh, no, no, I didn't. I did not know that. So yeah, we're we're here to educate. That just that just yeah, that just but the Steve Buscemi <laughs> thing just popped in my head when you were talking about first responders. Yeah, I had come across that 
you know, recently, I think it was, I don't know, his birthday or something. I just popped up on the interweb, you know, one of those clickbait things. Gotcha. And I was like, I read it because I like him. I was like, ooh, I got to read that. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, all right. So what the uh, the uh, alcohol proof on here. Yeah, what is it? Uh, it's at 40. All right, 40. That's 40%. Yep. So 80 proof, right? 80 proof most, uh, you, you're just, yep, that's the that's standard. Typical. So you're not going to get a, I don't think you're going to get a heavy uh, burn mm-hmm, on this mm-hmm. one. Uh, you're probably getting something smooth, right? But um, you know, according to the notes that we've been looking at, you're probably you're, you're going to look at uh, somewhat of a a fruity type flavor, okay? Almost. But I'll tell you, those that are fighting words. I'm telling you. Um, but <laughs> the cask, there's anything wrong with that. But just because it's put into an ex bourbon barrel, mm. you know, in the cask type, doesn't mean you're going to get that heavy ethanol feel to it. So okay. everything is different. So for a hundred different types of tastes that they yeah. did to get this, yeah, I'm curious as to where it's going to land for you and I, because we are novices. That's what the man cave happy hour is all about. Right. Is, is just tasting things, understanding what um, potentially we get out of it. But if you have an opinion, share. Sure. You know, we want to hear your opinions, you know, comments, click subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah, we, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we want to know where you, where you, where you feel um, this should be. So, you know, that's what the man cave is all about. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to actually crack this. What do you think? I just I just cut the labels. Did so you? Here all we go. Right. Let's get it. Let's get it up. I try to get the pop. <laughs> Hang on. We'll get that in the. Yeah, there you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects. Yes. That's it. Those are. True sound effects. I love it. Love Would you it, care to sniff the Coke? Oh, I'll sniff the bottle. Sniff the bottle instead. You know what? Even even that, you know, I I sniff that. Let me sniff that cork. Mm. Yeah, the cork's not so much. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, yep. let's get it in the glass. Get right. the uh, Glencairn gas. Oh, look at these. There. All right, so we were we were here. Yeah, that was fun. We won't say we won't say that. That was a good night. We won't say that. Where'd you steal these glasses from? <laughs> Thank you very much, people. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, so Jamie, we we uh, we, we poured a a neat sample of yes. the proper twelve. All right, so it's an eighty proof. Right. It's an eighty proof, forty yep. percent alcohol. So um, it's got a like a more of a amber uh, look to it. Yeah, no, not not. I don't. I'm not seeing much legs on it as far as oily goes. There's a little bit of legs on it now that I'm that you're yeah. twisting it around. So you know there are a little bit of legs on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you sniff it, it, it doesn't. Ooh, yeah, okay. it's got. It, it's a very light sniff. You know, it's got a very light nose to it. You, were you, were you saying florals? Yeah, I was saying fruity floral. You know, you're gonna get a little fruit. Yeah. What fruit am I getting? Uh, you am I getting should peach? be. You know, that's Does it say a re- peach in there. Hold on, I'm getting there. I could eat a peach. Every, yeah, there's Nicholas Cage right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna get more of a fruity feel to it. I'm okay. not. It, everyone's everyone's nose is different. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, so I don't. Might, I don't know if it's peach, kumquat. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's what. I, no, I'm just saying things I think sound dirty. Again, you can tell which is when we do two shows, yeah, which, which is the, the second, second one. one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, the fruity feel is there for it, though. Yeah, I'm not getting much ethanol burn mm-hmm. at all on the sniffs. No, the the further your nose goes in, the more of an ethanol you're going to get. But yeah, if you're just at the at the tip, my of beak it, isn't that long though. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to do? Should I, I put the it. whole tip in? <laughs> What? Yeah, of your yeah, nose. this is of totally the second show. Yeah, so. This is so totally. Anyhow. 
<laughs> a lot of folks that actually did some taste on this, they actually this, had, I get a little, uh, I don't want to call it flower, yeah. fruit, maybe grape. No, Zepp Grotto, who actually tasted this as well, he said he was getting a sweet vanilla and oak feel. It's kind of a mild to this to this person. Um, pretty middle of the road for for that individual. But remember, we, we tried uh, so another Irish one. We did a little Quiet Man. Yes. Um, and after like and, and Jamesons, I'm like a junkie for the Jamesons. Yes. Uh, and but after doing all the bourbons, the Irish whiskeys are just a little lighter. Typically, yeah, yeah. And this is whiskey with for an me. EY. So it is. It is. All right, we ready to dive. We ready yeah, to dive so in. Yeah, so proper twelve. Uh, you know, Conor McGregor's. You know, whiskey. You know, so. So cheers, Obi Wan. Hey. <laughs> that's actually really light. As far as an eye, as far as a whiskey goes, that's really light. Yeah. No, no, it's it and and and. But no, no, I wouldn't necessarily say light. For me, it's light. I, After I, what else I've tried, but smooth, because there is a thickness. There's a thickness to it. I can feel the 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 oil coating and covering as it goes past. Okay. Um, but it's smooth. Hmm. It's. Uh, you know, I very I, buttery aftertaste. Very. You Are know, you getting it, buttery afterwards? I'm getting a I'm getting a lot of butter aftertaste. Yeah. At the initial onset, you know, I, I say it was light, but I still got that that vanilla feel because mm-hmm. that's kind of where it, where it's where it sits is in that vanilla honey feel. Yeah. Um, but I got that immediately because yeah. that's where my palate lies. But and again, uh, I, we don't know Jack beans upon <laughs> beans. We just make crap up and say things that we've heard before. Um, no, because I said vanilla and honey plenty of times on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just. Uh, you know, I one thing that I'm not getting. I like. Yeah, I, I do. I do like the, it. The actually. smell is still very nice. Yeah. I I do like it. You know, it's got a you know a very smooth feel to it. You know, after your second third sip, it actually gets a bit smoother. You know, for me. And so it's not very harsh to begin with. It just becomes more smooth. Um, yeah, it's like butter and vanilla now, just kind of hang, hanging in there. Yeah. You know, and everyone's palate is different. We are doing this neat. Um, you know, I could actually throw a couple of ice cubes in this and enjoy it for a longer period of time. Personally. No, you couldn't because I'm keeping the bottle. Well, I'm, I'm not going to take it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, if it, if, go it, get it, your own, damn it. <laughs> I'll go and do it. Fine. Go get your own. <laughs> so, no, this is actually, uh, I, I'm actually surprised by this because I thought it was just going to be one of those brands, you know, this fly-by-night pieces. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, someone trying to make a name, you know, on his name and, you know, being a part right, of it. Right, right, right. You know, and, and that and that's part of the, you know, I love the label. It, I love the label. It's a big, it's a big tiger mm-hmm. with a with crown, crown. <laughs> and then some Celtic nodding across mm-hmm. the side. Yep, yep. A nice emerald green bottle. It's and, not Heineken. Uh, so yeah, no, it's deeper. It's a deeper it's emerald than a, than a Heineken or a, a Rolling Rock for sure, and it's embossed. It's uh, yeah. smooth, is fast, smooth, just like is, Conor McGregor is uh, smooth and fast. Yes. Yeah, so 
rich and smooth is what it says on the label. And yes, properly balanced. Yes, I would agree with both of those statements. Yes. Uh, triple distilled. I, I, we, because our friends at Zim's, right? Yeah. When you get to the vodkas yeah. and you talk about the they distilling. They do it one time. One, if you do it right. If you they only gotta and, do it once. That's the, that that is right. the that is the premise behind Zim's. They do it right the first time. That's it. And so. then, uh, but then you know, oh, it's seventeen times distilled. It's like it took you that freaking long to get it right. Uh, so uh, the triple distilled. I don't, I don't know what that means, but mm. uh, well, the the blend of the proper twelve. It's actually comprised of both single malts and single grains. Uh, so it's often, a blend. Yeah, it's a blend. So often from many different distilleries. Sure. So that's where the the blend is. Well, that, that's where your that's where your your master distiller comes into play, because they they have that their palate and they've trained yeah. and and they can they can recreate that taste mm-hmm. by using it needs more of this it needs more of that. Um, we mentioned we were doing an infinity bottle. Yeah. And how the profile changes when you add something new to it, right? When, and and when you do an infinity bottle, how much of each whiskey and or bourbon are you adding to yeah. the infinity bottle cuz that's going to change the complexity of right, that taste right, right, immediately. Right. Yep. So it's it's interesting. We'll we'll talk about infinity yeah. bottles and play. We'll do what we'll do an infinity bottle, because the bottle's almost full. So I, I I'll have to do an infinity bottle tasting. Mm. Uh, I do believe the proper twelve will head in there. Uh, sure, we'll head into the infinity bottle. I don't think I'm gonna put the because we did another episode with tequila. I don't think I'll put the tequila in there. Ah, okay. I won't mess. I won't. No, I won't don't go do out of the family. I'll stay no, in the please, whiskey family. If you're gonna do an infinity bottle, stay within the same realm of yes alcohol. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, you had mentioned fruity earlier. So you, you mentioned kumquat. Did you get pear out of that? I, I said peach, but all right. I don't I don't eat pears. Okay. Gen, I, I, I'm like an app. I'm an apple and oranges guy. Okay. When, when I'm eating fruit, apple, mm-hmm. orange, and pineapple are like my go-tos. Okay. Uh, you know, anything in the orange family, the tangerine, the tangelos, right, the, right, right. you know, whatever, the, the things with the smiley faces, the cuties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll eat a cutie. Or or peach. Stop. All right. So, but uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't eat peaches. I don't eat pears. Okay. Uh, plums. See something no. that cherries I, very infrequently. You know, I actually started buying different types of um, fruits. Okay. Just to expand my palate, so right. I could potentially train my palate for different tastes out of you know whiskeys and bourbons itself. I was listening to uh, another podcast talking about training your palate. Mm. Um, what was it? It was either the Whiskey Cast or Fred or, Minnick talking it, on something. Was it Bourbon Pursuit? That Fred Fred does it on the Bourbon Pursuit. So it was either Fred oh, okay. in his bit um, or the Whiskey Cast, one of the two. But they were talking about that, and they were talking about how do you train your palate. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they said, go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and smell everything. I, well, I tried that, and then, you know, the cashier <laughs> slapped me. <laughs> So you smell like flowers. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> All right. Well, this is I definitely guess... the second show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm snorting at my own jokes. Oh, he knows the go. second show. Uh, but yeah. So, but you know, no. But the, the, he recommended just smell everything. Go in. You know. And, you know. It just and you you learn those aromas, mm-hmm. right? And learn the, those smells and, right, and right. Uh, taste. You know, when you have an opportunity to taste something, taste it, um, and and you know deliberately and, and right. try to try to remember those. Um, yeah. Hmm. You know. You know. Every once in a while, we'll do a uh, cigar uh, pairing as well. Yes. I'm curious to know what a what what a good cigar might pair 
with this. Yeah. No, it would have to be a lighter cigar. It could not be a darker cigar. You yes. Know, a darker wrapper. It would have to be a lighter wrapper just because of where this lands as far as the taste notes go. So I'm curious to know what type of cigar would actually pair well with this itself. No, I would like to uh, I would like to do uh, a cigar with a tequila. Oh, I, that's yeah. why I wanted to do the tequila one earlier. I, I kind of really half wanted to do it at Ambassador yeah. to have Nathan... Um, guide us with a, a, sure. a cigar to go along with it right 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 but i figured we got those other guests and stuff yeah, maybe, maybe we'll good. do that next time well maybe we'll get those guys back on yeah and, and uh have them recommend a tequila and we'll go do it and then have nathan pick us a cigar so Fair we'll enough. have like everybody contributing to our shenanigans for the night yeah but this is a this but, is well a yeah pro- I, w- I would i would really enjoy doing a cigar yeah just out here on the on the deck yeah you know, it's kind of the, the lighting is not as good as it used to be. <laughs> it's because that twilight's I'm gonna, gone. I'm gonna oh, turn the go. laptop and get more light on Matthew. No, very good. But um, you know, this is something you you married this. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, what? yeah and I'm glad I brought it home once again. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I brought this one home. Yeah. I would I would do it again when yep. this when this runs out. Going to another one. I would I would. I would probably bring another one. Home. Replenish the stock. I huh? would. I would replenish. Fair oh, it's fun to have on. Yeah, the celebrity ones, right? It is. It's fun to have it on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess that's kind of the shtick, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I would do it. I would do it no, for that. Dwayne Johnson has his own tequila too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his own uh, version of tequila. Ah. Uh, so you know, and, and, you know, the celebrity, the endorsement piece. You know, they, sure. they're they're out to make a couple of bucks, and I don't blame them for it at all. You know, no. But you know what? You know, give it a shot. You know, if you something that you, uh, you want to try. No, this is this is actually pretty good. Yep. In all honesty, as far as an Irish whiskey goes, it's on the lighter side, so it's something that you might want to just consider. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can make this in a and for start the evening. You don't want to finish the evening. We want to start the evening with it because there's a lot of other things out there that you can finish with. Yeah, this is a good starter. So at, at eighty proof, um, uh, do it. Yeah, in all honesty. So all yeah, right. there you go. There we go, Man Cave Happy Hour, mancavehappyhour.com. And, uh, oh, you know who we knew? We had August. We should have, yeah. Well, August is always uh, a proponent of we know, gotta, what we do. We got to have August on uh, to I talk about uh, an event you have coming up. Yes. Uh, uh, that's uh, coming up in uh, the 16th. Yeah. Yeah, next Friday. Not this Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up uh, there's at, at the Whiskey in the Jar, Hamtramck. Yes. A big magnum. It's the Magnum Seven, seventh Magnum year. Seven, yep. It's a Magnum PI raising uh, raising money for charities. Whiskey yes. in the Jar, Hamtramck. Yes. Uh, regardless of when this airs, Whiskey in the Jar, Hamtramck. If you're in the Metro Detroit area or visiting the Metro Detroit area, it is uh, definitely a, a thing to put on yes. your agenda. It is a hole in the wall. It's a small. It's a beautiful tiny, hole in the wall. Yes. Beautifully <laughs> nasty, wonderful, <laughs> dirty, filthy, fun. <laughs> place uh, great. uh and and i did i did the event last year with ganip you're doing the event this year with ganip, ganip. It, yes. it's it's a riot and it raised money for a good cause and august wanted to talk about it so we just talked about it yep um magnum seven at the whiskey in the jar uh and and they're always they're all they do a few do, a few uh fundraisers throughout the year mm-hmm. so uh always if you're in the metro detroit area keep your eye on the whiskey in the yeah. jar follow them on the on the face space yes and then uh, find out when they're doing their good work because they do they do excellent excellent work uh and the money stays uh, local either in detroit or in hamtramck itself right. very community based um, yeah very yes. very community oriented so um so matt cheers to you for uh uh helping out with that 
pleasure that, uh, in my absence. And uh, <laughs> you know, you're like, still going to be did, there, right? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. I did number six. You know, mm-hmm. I feel in my absence, I did one, I did number six. <laughs> no, I'm this I'm, big magnanimous. No, the, the, I'm in the, charge of that. Working crap. with working with these guys, seeing what the the work that goes into yeah. uh, this event. You know, they they're very passionate, mm-hmm. and to be able to contribute and give back as much as they do, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. It always you is. Know? Always, always is. So good. you know, I I, I hope that uh, you know the music will be fun. Oh. I know it's going to be fun well, because Craig. you got Ganip with you. Right? Ganip from ninety three nine the river. He's yeah. like, yeah, he's just uh, he's always and, he's and, always on the goof. Ah, see Matt, he's uh he's marrying it. He's going back for a second. Well, you're home. I'm not. So yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just uh, all right. So there we go, mancavehappyhour.com and mancavehappyhour on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Wearingfunny.com. Uh, wearingfunny.com. You get a mm. mancavehappyhour t-shirt. Yeah. And like, subscribe, leave a comment. It helps. We really appreciate it that you do those things um, and then following along. And if you ever want to play, if you want to invite us over from the Metro Detroit, uh, we will come to your place or your house and, and do this there. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. half podcast will travel. That is it. We can so. plug this crap in anywhere, apparently. <laughs> so uh, there you are. So, Matt, uh, I think it'll do it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jenna. Cheers. Okay.